It's less than seven days till Christmas, and this time of year, may uh, many people begin to take holidays off. I find this time of year to be an extremely important time, not just because of the holidays and friends and family, but it gives us all that are trying to get ahead a couple extra days to outwork and outpace our peers in competition. It's a time when many people sit back, but for some, it's a time to push further ahead, gain ground, and to set yourself to hit the ground running in the next year. So don't let these last couple of days of 2017 pass you by. They are extremely important to the new year, and that's what's rich. You're listening to That's Rich. Welcome to another episode of That's Rich. Uh, where we help you get rich, rich in knowledge, rich in happiness, rich in laughs, and just maybe a nugget or two actually makes you money rich. I'm Matt Reiner, CEO and co-founder of Wella. Evan Shoda, CEO and co-founder of Pinnacle Shows. And Morgan Meyer, Associate Product Manager of Wella. Here back at us, at, at everybody, with everybody, after a week off. The original crew right here. The Ridge crew. The Ridge crew. How was everybody's uh, snowstorm? Blizzard of 2017. It was good. I uh, I didn't give it enough credit. I got stuck in my neighborhood, and then I had an a-hole neighbor from Buffalo tell me I didn't know how to drive in the snow, which wasn't the case because he got stuck too. Yeah. Shout out to the dickhead in my neighborhood. <laughs> he does listen. He knows. Who, he knows. He knows who he is. <laughs> you know, it escalated quickly on Friday. I mean, I was having lunch. I drove over to have lunch in Buckhead, and then. Uh, it just escalated very quickly. It started coming down very hard. It was it took so me about, pretty, though. It was. It was amazing. Chicken feathers. Big old chicken feathers falling from the sky. Big old chicken feathers falling from the sky. <laughs> you never heard that, have you? No, 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 no. But it sounds great. I like it. Well, they were I just like, like big, fluffy, like the perfect snowflakes were falling. Munson loved it. Munson yeah. loved it. George loved it. Did Chloe like it? George well, did like it. I yeah, saw that video. Chloe was a little confused, but she liked it. Yeah. yeah. How, 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 how was snow for you? You know, ironically, I was in Chicago where there was no snow. It was oh. just freezing. So I don't know what to think of the snow because yeah. the only accounts I have are, you know, you Georgians. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what to think of the you snow. Grew, you grew up in the snow, though. She's mm-hmm. about to be I condescending, did. I can tell. No, right. I'm just yes, not quite yes, sure how much yes, snow yes, there yes. actually was. That's all. Yeah. It was six there was like to eight inches yeah. in my house. Really? Yeah, that's a lot. Legitimate inches? That's, that's Legitimate. a lot of snow. I can't believe it was cleared up by the time I got home on Sunday. Oh, no, here we go. Thing. Now she's calling no. us out. Saying, no, I, no, I mean, no. if it was six to eight inches, she's I can't so believe that. I'm just surprised. Why do we have her on here? I'm so confused. Oh, yeah, I can't believe that it's already gone. People, it was, like a, it was probably just a little dusting. I will, I will say, in Morgan's defense, Matt does lie about inches a lot. So <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. But that wouldn't be the first that's time I'll not, say that. That's not nice. That's not nice. You're not supposed to bring that type of stuff up. Talking about snow from four years ago. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, did you uh, did you build a snowman? Call me Jerry Richardson. Anyway, <laughs> did I build a snowman? No, my neighbors did. And then they put all these like really cool plastic toys in there that made it look so lifelike. And the snow melted. Now our neighborhood's littered everywhere. Uh, Trash everywhere. Like, but yeah. everybody feels that it's okay to litter during that. But they're not like you can't like throw if you throw a coke bottle out your out your like window. They're like you're such a litter. But you put a coke bottle in for the nose of your snowman and then it melts and it's there. It's like ah, oh, it was just a snowman. I feel like piece. the old man in the neighborhood. I just. You go out there like uh, what was it uh, the Simpsons the man yelling at the sky like man yells at the sky I'm like get your shit off my lawn you know <laughs> damn kids sounds like the snowstorm was good I mean it kept us from getting together that was it did. good we had that dinner good, plans that, that night great. with our wives and everything I was really happy for snow that, that, it, that it made it more than a dusting that meant I didn't have to drive all the way up to North Carolina to see you for dinner North Carolina Roswell yeah. okay. Roswell might as well be North Carolina I mean that is a far drive have y'all ever made that drive recently? I mean, Morgan and I, or Marissa and I, had a meeting up there with our buddy Trev a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, and that's a that I mean that's a hefty drive. It's a it's a long drive. Without traffic, it's like ten minutes. 
Yeah, with, when, with traffic, it's roughly four and a half hours. Yeah, you know what? With uh, you know, between the hours of one a.m. and five a.m., it's really great either way. But about any other time, it sucks. All right, then don't ever ask me why I'm late again. Uh, yeah, ten minutes late. All right. Um, well, we got a good little show here. A good yeah. little show to wrap up 2017. Right. Um, you excited about Christmas? Always excited about Christmas. How can you not be? Uh, well, when you're Jewish, it's, it's <laughs> tough to be. It's yeah, tough to be. I've been you thinking a lot about you lately. Yeah. I just, I just wonder, like, how, like, is it? Is it does it annoy you that there's so many people geared up for Christmas? Is it is it like okay guys like chill out or? Yeah, I mean no, I mean good for them. I'm I'm happy when others are happy. I, I can accept that. So I, somebody told me this the other day, and I'm uh, um, another person of the same faith as you, and I didn't know this. They said that uh, Hanukkah doesn't carry the same gravitas as Christmas. Not even close. Like it's not that big. It's not as big of a deal to you guys as as Christmas. It's for does. the kids. It's only for the kids. I mean, we had to do something so that our kids didn't feel left out during the same time of right. year that y'all were getting presents. So that's why we had to do it. I mean, our bigger holidays are like that. Our, our Passover and Rosh Hashanah right. and Yom Kippur. Like those are bigger holidays. You guys uh, should make us feel bad I, during those then. Just rub it all on our face. Be like, <laughs> yeah. we're passing over so hard we tonight. Can't, we can't eat bread. How much do you hate us now? Huh? Yeah, right. You can eat bread. We can't. Isn't that great? I don't know. I just didn't want it to feel too lopsided. Or what about Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur would be a good one. You can eat. We can't. Aren't you jealous of us? Like, that'd be a good one for if us. I to knew, push if I knew the rules, I could yeah, talk about this. That'd be great. That'd be great. Rosh Hashanah, we eat apples today and honey. Yes. This, these are going to drive our listener numbers yeah. way up. Huh? Yeah. We're, we're going to win over Israel. Israel's coming <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into the real stuff. Uh, Morgan, right. what do we got on the rundown? First up, we're talking about what's going on in sports. Sports. The NFL. Gosh, the NFL. They can't. They it's keep been stumbling. great, though. It's been it's, it's been pretty interesting. I mean, I've enjoyed watching it. I mean, talk about a, a, a sports organization that keeps just stepping on its own freaking toes. Okay, let's they, just jump right into it. The end of the Patriots game, <laughs> Patriots-Steelers game was awesome. It was electric. Yeah, I mean, it was an amazing game. I was watching it, I was yelling like a little schoolgirl in that during that game, like, ah, I can't believe what's happening. And I know, then, and, and we, we didn't even have a dog in the fight. It was just that much fun to watch. Right, I mean, Brady goes down, and then Roethlisberger throws it to, I think his name is like Juju Smith or something like that. Yeah. And uh, Juju just keeps on running, and uh, and he gets all the way down to the twenty, and then they throw the ball in, and 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 they got, they almost, they should have scored. I think people in the room think you say Juju funny, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think there's a not funny way to say Juju. It's uh, just the way it's it just is. The way it's just the way it, it is. Yeah. But, but anyway, so was that a catch? Was that a not a catch? It looked like a catch to the naked eye immediately when it happened. They reviewed it. They said. And this is the phrase everybody's throwing around. You've got to survive the ground. What? Yes. Uh, survive what does the that ground mean? is everywhere right now. I don't understand. And we're this about rule. to go down a rat hole here. I'm, I'm warning you right now, or a rabbit hole. Whatever. I just, I just don't understand this rule. The ball, when, when the ball ever crosses the goal line, it's dead. Like it doesn't matter what you do. Once the ball crosses the goal line, exactly. Like this ball crossed the goal line before it hit the ground, and then it hit Touchdown. the ground, and then That's it hit it. the ground. It's done, and it kind of came loose when it hit the ground, but. The the act was already done. Like the play was already over. It was already it, it was it, already scored. It's it called a touchdown. touchdown. Anyway, but this the the bigger picture here. The bigger topic is is technology. Is it still advantageous to us? Because I feel like if if technology advances so much more, I don't feel like we're ever going to be able to say anything's a catch. Right. Like eventually, we'll be able to look so closely that you know it's like 
like when is it going to be like? Well, that guy was wearing gloves. His skin wasn't touching the football. Like that's not it. He didn't have control of it. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, that's such a dumb hypothetical. But it's like, is technology going to advance? I don't think it's so that far much? out of reach at this point. I don't think it is either. But you're right. I mean, like think back. So during this week's game, there was also a first down call where they brought out a card. Oh my gosh, the Dallas game to to see if it was actually a first down. It's like that. Is ridiculous. Soon there's going to be like a laser. It's like beep, 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 beep. That, no, by the way, the no. Dallas game, the best part of that replay was the official. Did you see the smirk on his face with the camera close up? And then when he gave Dallas a first down, the snap of his wrist, I could hear it from here. That guy was pure electric factory. He literally went pow and smiled right in the camera. He was waiting so long for that. That was, was his moment. He was yeah, loving sure. it. That was his moment. I mean, I, I think that the, the, the thing with technology is, is that technology, I mean, you think about it in sports. Everybody wanted instant replay, and now we have it. And now it's it's hurting some people, and it's helping others, which is what we knew was going to happen as the way without technology. But technology is advancing so much that it is scary. Like, are they going to be able to, I mean, like with baseball, for instance, they're now having instant replay for, you know, whether you're safe or out. Uh, are they going to start doing it for strikes and balls now too, where you can challenge the strikes and balls? Like, where does it stop? Once you get technology integrated, that's what people, you know, it's really good early on. But once you get it going, it's hard to stop it because you're just going to say now you're going to say, well, how do we use technology to better deal with this and that and to make this rule better? And then that's going to create another issue going down the road. I think the conversation is going to be what what do we want to use technology for? Like, for instance, I think a great use of technology in sports would be to speed the games up. Yeah. If you can speed the games up, I think everybody would be in favor of that. Like fast forward. That'd Across be the board, especially in baseball. Yeah. Um, I think if it helps you determine accurate call. But like you said, I mean, God, this is what we're talking about. That game was so awesome when we're talking about the call. And that and that game will never be able to be lived as, as being such a great game. It will always be lived on that one moment. Like, that overall game was an amazing football game. No dog in the fight. We're talking about the technical aspect. We're talking about a technical aspect. But the thing is, is that they both played so hard, and that one technical aspect could likely determine who goes to the Super Bowl and who doesn't because now – the AFC Championship is likely to go through Foxborough as opposed to going through the Steel City. Right. Which is, I mean, that's pretty big in the AFC Championship game, especially with the weather and the fans. Especially and those two teams. You're talking about those two teams of all teams. They hate, yeah, exactly. They hate each other so much. So much. And they're much. always a contender. Always a contender, Did, both of them. Gronk, Gronk on that final play, on that final drive. The whole drive. What, what the hell? Like, he he's made of something different. He's like, not when he human, was like no. celebrating, it's like he was a robot. He is a robot. Yeah, he is. He um, like but let's speak on some other stuff going on in the NFL. Uh, you know, speaking of some of the news, there's been a lot of off the field news. Uh, and Jerry Richardson, the owner of the Panthers, is now selling the team. After after it was announced that he's being investigated for sexual misconduct in the front office. And the sexual misconduct is so freaking weird. Yeah, it like, is. It, that's what's mind-blowing. The thing of it is, it's like, is it, it does he really want to sell a team, or is this a convenient time for him to step out of this these sexual allegations in this investigation period? Because he bought the team for $250 million. Reportedly, he's going to be able to sell it for over $2 billion, which that's is an incredible return on your investment. But... It just seems like very convenient timing that he's being investigated, and all of a sudden he wants to get out of the spotlight. I agree. Yeah, I mean, is a guy really getting punished? Like, he's not getting punished. Like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to step away. I'll take my two billion dollars right. and it's fine. Go and continue. Like, I didn't really learn a lesson. All I learned was that now I'm going to have two billion dollars. Like, what am I going to do with myself? But you, you touched on it here, and I'd read the details. There was a, a a woman or two that came out and said he offered to quote shave their legs what? for them. 
the hell? Which like, I, is just so shocking that that would do anything for you. You know what's so? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is bizarre. I mean, does, world. like when I'm not even gonna go down that path. Like, it, yeah, we're we're on thin ice right now. But it, that is just such a weird thing. Like what? Such a weird thing. Like, does, is he a man that loves to shave like his beard too? Like every morning. Yeah, we morning? should stop right. There. I think uh, I'm I just think wondering. we've gone far. But enough. but that that was. But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you saw who wants to buy the team. P. Diddy? Diddy. Wait, Diddy? What, what's the go by Diddy? now? What's his name? Diddy. I think he added something back to it. He's Pop, not just Diddy Papa anymore. Papa Roach? Is Puff that Daddy? It? Puff. No. That's what I remember. No, I he, goes by, he goes Daddy. by something like Lionheart I'll, or something. I'll let you know. Lionheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, but he wants to buy the team so he can bring Kaepernick in. And then Kaepernick, actually, I've gone back on Twitter. Justin convinced me to get back on Twitter. I love the Twitter sphere now. It's amazing. The company <laughs> is doing such great things. I, I can't. I don't know how I would live without it. But uh, Kaepernick retweeted to Diddy and said, I want in on the ownership as well. So now Kaepernick's going to help buy the team. So he's going to be an owner player. And Diddy wants to Diddy wants to have Kaepernick. Now this is what's this screwy. Diddy wants Kaepernick to go up against Cam Newton. I'm like, bro, like that's not even fair. Like Cam Newton is like ten times better than Kaepernick. And all you want is just to be a publicity stunt. Like yeah, that's, that's not even a competition, bro. Right. It's like not. not even a competition. I didn't hear that though. That's, that's insane. I didn't either. Um, Good for Diddy though. Yeah, Diddy. Diddy's coming to the Panthers because he's he's a big Carolina he's a big Carolina guy. He's from Carolina. Hey, if you he's can what? get remote, if Steph you can, Curry? if you can get remotely close into the the club that is owning a football franchise, you need to do it. Yeah, but two billion dollars. Think about that loan payment. Do you All think- right, I'm going to put four hundred million down. I'm going to put twenty percent down, and then I'm going to take out a loan for one point six billion dollars. I'll pay it monthly over a thirty year <laughs> term. Like that sounds that's stressful. Just, <laughs> just looking at all those zeros on the paperwork. Right. It's like, all right, here, I'll cut you a check for $50 million a month. Whoa. Can you even write a check like that? Yeah. I mean, they, they're bigger checks. You know the ones they give away at big golf tournaments? <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to write those big give checks. Me, give me one of them big checks. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, and then finally in sports, I, I, we needed to touch on this, ESPN. Like uh, John, John Skipper's resigning. John Skipper's resigning. And – the the worldwide leader John in sports. John Skipper is the CEO of, of ESPN. Thank you. Uh, president of ESPN. The worldwide leader in sports seems to be having some issues. I mean, they've gone through two huge layoffs. They let go of some major prominent figures in uh, in the industry or in in the company. Pause. He cited substance abuse for his main reason. Okay. I don't think that's one hundred percent the reason. Is my is what my guy's telling me because they've Mine gone through well. so many problems this year, uh, including unpo- the two biggest layoffs that company's ever seen. And, and, and not only is it the biggest layoffs, the revenues are declining. They're having more competition now. and Their viewership's declining. And they now have more – they had not more. Now they have allegations of sexual harassment in, the, in, in ESPN. It's like you think that maybe those four things and then, and then maybe the substance abuse. Hopefully he gets his help, right? Like right. that's what we talked about. Hopefully right. he gets help if he really does have substance abuse or issues. But I think that that was the final nail in the coffin of saying, hey, bro, like – I think things aren't really working out here for you. Yeah, I mean, they stuck with what's worked for so long, which which that created the their leadership as pioneers in that industry. But I think now there's so many other media companies that are so much more innovative. Yeah, I agree. I think that, and they also tried so many things that just weren't them. I think they tried to get away from the core sometimes because like they brought in like around the horn, which is okay. And then they tried to do like they tried to do all these like afternoon shows. What was awesome about ESPN? Was that you had Sports Center on twenty four seven, like right. all the time? There wasn't this like take two BS it like was Stephen like, A. Smith. So like, if I'm hearing this correctly, you liked it for the reason I liked it. I could catch up on everything that happened and watch all the highlights. Yeah, that's what I care yep. about most. 
now we're wa- now they're they're showing so many people's opinions on there. It's like I don't care what these people think. Show me the sports. They're trying to make shows like Ellen DeGeneres on Sports Center on ESPN. They're trying to make like uh, Oprah on Sports Center. It's like don't just be yourself. People love you because all you do is show sports highlights. Like that's awesome. Stick to sports. Stick to sports. What do you think? Yeah, Morgan? I would agree with that. I think they got too far away from their core. Um, all right, that was a good segment. I like that. I like sports. Sports are fun. Sports, sports are, are fun. fun. Uh, we have, do we have a recurring segment? We do have a recurring segment. What is it? We do. Let's start with asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. All right, this is all me this week, right? All right, I got one, too. Yours is probably better than mine, so let me lead off. Mine's, okay, go ahead. Do you have one, Morgan? No, I don't have no, one. No, you don't today. have one? All right, no. so here's all my – here's my, and, and Justin's going to love this one because it, it, it meets my stereotype perfectly, <laughs> is how much are you supposed to tip a valet – and is it wrong? Is it wrong if you only have a five dollar bill to ask for cash back? Ooh, that's a shitty thing to do. I know. So you tip them two bucks. But then I only have a five. So what do I do? Go home. Never go back to that restaurant. Don't even <laughs> tip him at all. I mean, yeah, you've got to. So then he's getting a five dollar tip for driving my car oh, twenty pull feet. The, uh, twenty pull, feet. Pull the Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Give him a stick of gum. Your breath stinks. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's that's a you problem, but you can't. But it wasn't me. It was my friend, and I was like, dude, I'm in the same you boat. Can't like, sti- I don't you know can't stiff the guy, so you got to give him the five bucks. You, you can't leave him hanging. Yeah, that's like the bill minimum. You right. Know? But then sometimes when I have a 10 and I ask for five back, like they kind of look at me. I'm like, what? Like, is that? I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fair. I think that's fair. All right, so if five. You, so if but, you have 100 and you ask for 95 back. So you know what the best thing to do? A friend of mine does this, and I think it's the best thing to do, is go to the ATM or go to the bank and get $2 bills and just keep $2 bills like in your car and just use those. Like that's like that's It's like a novelty, but that's your tip. So you just $2, tip them a $2, $2 bill. $2 is hard to come by. Like, $2 bills. I don't want to carry that kind of paper. But it's cool. It's not. It's a novelty. I guess it's cool. I it's not as. You, you it's not as. It's not as weird as a three dollar bill. You can't leave him hanging. You can't go empty handed though. If you got five bucks, he gets five True. bucks. But uh, can I don't, ask for three back? Can I ask for three back? Don't give him ten. Ten's too much. Ask for change. But if you got a five, you give him the five. Curb your enthusiasm. Coming out for another season, season ten next yes. year. I think that huge this is a news. great. I think huge news. Huge, huge news. news. I would not be shocked at all to see this come. I think that curb. this is a curb. This is a curb moment. Yeah, probably. And I know what Larry David would do. He would ask for three dollars back because that's normal. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Okay, asking for a friend here. Um, this I, I keep seeing so much of this. So much of this. There's so many people that have gotten jobs or kind of started companies or doing side gigs or whatever that are offering their unsolicited advice on social media that are our age, like 30-year-old, late 20s. So many people act like they've got it all figured out. I, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I, I feel like we're still in the, like, let's keep our mouth shut and ask more questions than, like, hey, I've got it all. Like, you don't have that much time greased up under the hood to be telling people this is what you need to do to be successful. Right. I see that so much now, and I, I can't figure out if that's, like, they're, are they just trying to brand themselves or, I mean, like, people talking about, like, no sleep, got to work, no days off, you know? Like, you got to work Sunday. That. You got to work eight days a week. You know, it's like, what are we talking about here? Like, who are you? I, I mean, I, so I, 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 I agree. But I just feel like there's so many pretenders out there. What? what to me, and I, I guess I'm asking for my friend, but like, what? When's the point for you personally? I'm asking you, Matt Reiner. When would you feel comfortable? I know what you do with well is totally different because you guys specialize in that. You're very good at that. But at what point are you willing to give tips to people about how to be quote like very general successful in life? That yeah. doesn't come till you're a grandfather, right? Yeah, I mean, we. I, I, just, I, I, I see that so much, and I'm so shocked. I'm like. You've had a job for five years. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. I, 
I uh, I was actually just thinking about this because I was reading some articles this weekend about that, and I was like thinking to myself because so. I mean, we do a lot of commentary of like things that I'm learning along the way. Like right. the climb is like behind the scenes of what we're learning. And some days, but you show, show vulnerability. Yeah, there but too. some days I show that hey, we're really successful. But then the next time, I'm like, we really fucked up. Like, what are we doing now? But and, that's and, important, right? And that's how it should be. But people take social media because it's all perception. So you see someone go and travel, uh, like the three trips a year. They're like, they're so freaking well off. And like, I mean, my wife sometimes falls in that trap. And I'm like, how do you know? They're like, well, they went to they right. went to London on a whim. And I'm like. Does that mean they're wealthy, or does that mean that they fucking messed up? Or they just show, they just show you the highlights? I right. had I had another That's friend who asked me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a mutual friend, and a buddy of mine came up to me and said, "Do they travel nonstop? Like they keep posting pictures from their trip to Italy, man. They've been doing it all year. They're not going to Italy every weekend, right? Like, like I mean, how how much would you want to go on Facebook and social media if all if you saw like all the struggles? Like, hey guys, just want to let you know, I got into this really big argument with my wife, and we're sleeping in separate beds tonight. Like, it's really bad. Like, it's, I mean, so fucking true. life. But it's social media has caused this whole new rise of social issues all you're showing is a moment in time and we live 24 hours a day right we're showing a single moment in time and so i was reading all these like i was reading some of these articles and everybody was like you know uh you have to like you have to you have to work 24 hours a day in order to be successful and like don't ever get sleep and do all that type of stuff and i was like i was thinking to myself i was like question i was like does that mean that i'm not going to be successful because i I try to get sleep and I try to spend time with my family and I try and you, to get and then away. And you feel subconsciously guilty and you're like, I don't want to let this guy get in my head. Right. And I'm like, oh, wait, because I, because Mark Cuban said that he worked day in and day out on this idea and he stayed up late nights. And I'm like, so does that mean that ours isn't going to be good? So should I stay up late nights? And it's like, no, fucking, you can be successful and, and work extremely efficiently and hard and have all these ideas and work 60, 70 hours a week and you can get three, you know, six hours of sleep and be cool. Like, you're okay with that. Yeah, it's just I, I just see so many people. I just feel like they're such pretenders, man. And it's also when you when you have success and you start saying that type of stuff, uh, like like people that are successful, soul companies or whatever it may be, you know, they're only going to remember like the the like those like good ideas or those good thoughts. They're not going to tell you like, hey man, like there's a lot of days where I went home and I was just like crying. So like, many. I was so, and, like, so true. And I I don't know if you feel like I do, but like when you own a business. Not to brag, but I mean, you feel like I, I always question in my mind: When will I get to the point where I feel comfortable enough? And it's like I don't know if you ever do. You know I what I mean? Because I you always that. want to get more security or more employees or more, you know, more cash in the bank, more working capital, whatever it is. It just like as long as you're that invested, I don't know if I'll ever be there. I mean, I'll be happy to write a book, but when it's all said and done, right? I just feel like man, there's so many people our age that are like this is what you got to do. I'm grinding, 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 like grind it somewhere <laughs> else, pal. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move into the next topic. What we got, Morgan? Something fun. Uh, UFO. UFOs. UFOs in the news lately. UFOs. Why did everybody just associate UFOs with uh, aliens? Like UFO Great is just point. A, like why is it always just with aliens? Great point. Because all it is is like an un- like an unidentifiable flying object. Isn't right. that what it means? Yep. Yes. So like, how is that it? means there's a balloon in the sky, but you might not know it's a balloon. Right. Or. <laughs> But they're like, aliens? That's a UFO. Aliens. <laughs> UFOs are not aliens. There's an alien on that balloon ride right there that's an alien. Um, what, what, so tell, you want, this, I mean, so here's the, you go, you give the background. This felt like clickbait to me. UFOs are in the news a lot lately. So the report, there was a report that came out that said the Pentagon, since 2007, has been exploring the possibilities of UFOs. Um, the program was called uh, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. They spent roughly uh, $22 million investigating whether aliens exist. I mean, 
Which, by the way, UFO in the title, I clicked on it. Show me new footage. Show me something. Show me show an me, alien. Yeah, show me something cool. Pictures. The stories yeah. were about the Pentagon spending money on it com- coming up empty hands. $22 it does, million. Right? $22 million. It doesn't take much to convince me of something like that, right? I have a lot of other beliefs about other things that people don't really believe in. <laughs> so if you had just shown me an alien, I'd be like, bam, that was good usage of money. $22 million well spent. Right. But they didn't show me shit. Nothing. And you know what? If people would know about like all this other like fat that's in these bills and like they looked at it and the news talked about it, like people would be furious and this was a democrat that squeezed this in so whether you're on the republican side or the democrat side like they're both screwed up the, the whole political system politicians it's pay to play it's a screwed up system it truly is house of cards up in washington like no matter what you want to believe it's house of cards up there if you know people you're gonna get shit done like if you want to grow right you can you can do that within the uh within the system so but why do you say that? It was Harry Reid, was it? Yeah, so there's there's this one art, part of the political article that uh, with Harry Reid. And Harry, so Harry Reid is the one that pushed this into the bill back in 2009. Started the program. Started the program. 2009, he pushed it into the bill. And he was pushing it into the bill because uh, of a friend of his, uh, Bob Bigelow, great name. Bigelow, who runs an aerospace company and also, I think, does hotel chains and such. He persuaded Harry Reid to put this into the bill. Now... The thing is, is that Bigelow's company is an aerospace company, which is already a government contractor. And you know who got money from this part of the bill? Bigelow's company. Follow the money, man. Like, unbelievable. How many times have we said this? You follow the money, you'll find your answers. Yeah, and he he had given to Harry Reid's uh, uh, campaigns in the past. Like, it's a screwy system. It's a screwy system. Like, everybody's worried about X, Y, and Z that's in the system now. It's like... People, you don't understand. Like, there's so much other shit that's happening that you don't know about. That if you knew about, you'd be furious. About. I think you heard about this in real life too. Didn't yeah. You? So I was up at a I was up at a conference and uh, I was on a panel with this guy and uh, he's from Arkansas, I think. And he was telling me we went to lunch and he was like, we're talking about politics and he's like, politics is just an investment, right? I look at it as an investment. That's why I don't give to big, you know, Republican or Democratic presidential campaigns. He's like, I give to the up and comers like that are in, you know, the city council or the state legislature that I think are going to continue to grow into, uh, you know, state or Senate or, or House of Republicans up in Washington to where they then ultimately get on these committees like the finance committee or the ways and means committee. And this guy was in finance. And so he was like, I was looking at the guy and I thought that he had a good progression towards being on the finance committee up in Washington. And so I started funding him really early on and I was like one of the biggest donors. So he always picked up my calls. I had his ear and he actually got on the finance committee. And so he invests in all these other younger guys and he takes a bet on which one gets there. And so when he's on the finance committee, Guess who picks up the phone? Guess who you know gets the phone call when he needs it? Is this guy when the guy's on the finance committee trying to push through regulation that's going to impact this guy's job? It is that way. That is real, people. Like that happens every single day. In other Politics words, in other words, disgusting. if you think politicians are really on these moral pillars because that's what they believe in, you are sorely mistaken, my friend. Right. I mean, it's the same thing as social media. We let these like speeches that they go out and do, and that they like these articles and these quotes, which are all like well thought out quotes to play with your mind lead us to believe that these people are different nobody is different in politics it's all a shitty messy game of who you know and what you're trying to position you for and it's not just trump it happened before him and it happened before you know the last president i mean it happened before obama it happened before bush it's just been happening throughout all of politics and and we all want to try to say that it's not that way but dude politics is messy yeah it absolutely is um it's but- 
just think, I mean, how pissed would you be? Because, like, we all look at the things that we think are going to impact us that may not impact us. But, like, just think about if you were, you know, like, you need you were this small business that was really going after Washington to try to get this incentive. And you needed, like, a million dollars. But they said, well, you know what? This $22 million bill that we're going to go, we're going to go try to find aliens on, we, can't, we don't have enough money for you. So, sorry. We can't do that for you. Like, how pissed off would you be? That's bullshit. But you got to think, if you own a company, though, and you can financially support somebody who's got the ability to manipulate laws and legislation to grow your company exponentially, that's better than any investment you can make in your own company Ooh. internally. Which gets back to you better play the game, right? you you got to play the game. If and, you, you want to live in that world. Yeah. yeah. Or, or just – and it's also, you know, live by the golden rule, right? Like, do things that when you're not seen, like – do every, when when you're not nobody's noticing you do the right thing and then when people notice you you're going to be doing the right thing like politicians don't do that they just show people that they're doing the right thing but behind the scenes they're not doing the right thing and eventually it comes out i think harry reed didn't want this to come out either i mean i not i mean he's not in politics anymore i don't believe or he's yeah. this is his last term i think uh yeah he's out of politics so anyhow um i just thought but area 51 now that's a place i would love to go i would love to go really there. yeah i want to see uh, what it's all about sure you don't you know, want to go? there was an episode of the Kardashians where they went to Area 51. Why'd they go? I don't really remember. But like, why didn't Hillary tell like me I've about that one there. episode? I feel she like I've about... already been there. You know? <laughs> uh, Thank I, you, Morgan. I, <laughs> I, Hillary, Hillary told me about spooky. all the other shitty episodes that they make, mm. but that pretty one. Pretty spooky. Why? What do you know about spooky. Area 51? Well, see, it's kind of like what Matt brought up. Like, you automatically think of aliens. Right, but that's UFOs. not what it was originally associated with. I know. With. And no. until I read these articles in preparation for today, I never thought about international threats. Like, it could be China or it could but be now Russia. But it, now it's just res- restricted space and people speculate about why it's yeah. restricted. Well, no, didn't they, didn't they make it because they wanted to, like, test out these, like, flying right. vehicles? And so they couldn't tell right, people the what they Force. were doing. So they were just like, well, I don't know. It must be something. <laughs> they like, called it like, a natural phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, natural phenomenon. That's why people thought about aliens. Like, we've yeah. created the alien uh, kind of idea. 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 I'd, I'd love to talk more about Area 51. That's but it, I think it's like the it, the intrigue to me is that it's like there's so much unknown there. Like I just want to go see like what is it? I do like, too. Do they have an like? It's aliens actually living there. That'd be really Are cool. Are aliens living there? I don't. Yeah. Maybe you never Could know. All right. You don't know. Let's go on to the next recurring segment. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's do another segment of rank them actually. Ooh, I All like right. rank them. Top three Christmas and or Hanukkah gifts you've received or given all time. All right, what do you got? All right, well, I don't really care about the gifts that I've given. I like oh, giving. I like giving in the moment, but like that's not the fun part. I want to. Not g- the right answer. Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> shut up. What, what? What's the fun part is being a kid and getting cool stuff. All right, so what are the cool things you got? Oh my, you guys make me feel like shit for no reason. You okay. bring it on to yourself. One day I got a basketball hoop when I was Ooh. really little. My first basketball hoop. But here's the cool part. It was a hoop. I lived, this is when I lived in Ohio. We had yeah. an unfinished basement, and I was a tiny little guy, uh, probably like six or five or six, whatever. The hoop was put up in my basement. I had basically an indoor basketball court in my basement. That's cool. Hard That's tile cool. floors down there, like amazing, right? Too bad it didn't help you in actual basketball, because I remember when we were on the That's team together. neither you, here you, nor there. You rode the bench. Who coached that? I mean, that? who coached it was that? Team? My dad was the coach, too, but oh, I was the best defender. Conveniently <laughs> enough. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, no, I have, I basically have my own indoor basketball court. How cool is that? That's cool. That's yeah. cool. My uh, second and third one are pretty, pretty. Uh, they might be universally loved. Also, um, remember the Nerf bow and arrow? Yes. Hot toy. Yes. Hot toy. That was until amazing. You, until you bent an arrow, and you could never shoot it straight. Just cap the hook <laughs> for life. That was miserable. And then the last one, um, 
remote controlled. My first remote controlled car. Remember when I gave you a, a Christmas gift and I said if you didn't want it, you can give it back to me? Don't remember that, but I'm sure Brent does. <laughs> Uh, because I really like that gift. I want. Are, it are you myself. really gonna list three things you've given? I may have given some cool things. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, one of them is gonna be something that I've given. The other, the other two are things I got. Play it's on, always man. better to get, right? PlayStation Two was an awesome. When I first got PlayStation Two, that was amazing. Foosball table down in the basement. That was foosball. amazing. Foosball. I love foosball. Never got into foosball. I don't think I was ever good enough at like coordinating spinning, those things. Spinning. Spin them. And then, and then more. One more that's recent because like Hanukkah is not that big for us. So it wasn't. I mean, I don't really remember what my parents got me. Right. They probably wrapped up. You know, my brother. My, my brother did for his three-year-old, uh, his two-year-old, two and a half-year-old. Maybe she's three. I don't remember. Uh, basically, she got too many gifts during her, her birthday, so he only gave her half of the gifts, and then he took the other half of the gifts, and Genius. he gave them to her for Hanukkah. Why not? Like, what did you move? Who cares? I mean, amazing. That's, I like, it. amazing. I love it. That's great parenting. I love it. Um, but the, the last gift is one that I gave myself. I recently gave myself a really cool gift that I'm really excited about. Well, you had the audacity <laughs> to tell me that I wasn't listing anything that I gave, and you're the one... Giving that, it to himself. Unbelievable. I, I, a special the, breed. The, the notebook that I gave myself in this recent holiday season was really amazing. A notebook? It yeah. is very cool. It's, it's a cool notebook. It's, it's a cool notebook. One? It's not really like a notebook, it's, like you're thinking. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It? It's, it's, it's called remarkable. It's called remarkable. A robot one? What yeah, it, it writes notes for me. Can I have one? No. Please. Yeah, you can. You please, can order one. Please get me one. I was like a little kid because I saw basically I was working. I was, I was working on a Saturday because work never sleeps. Um, because you gotta work on Saturdays. If you successful. wanna be successful. So I was working, uh, and and I saw because I can see the street on the other side of the street, and I saw this DHL truck come, and I knew that I got a text message in the morning that DHL was gonna be delivering, and it was on a Sunday, and I saw it go up the other side of the street, and I got like this sense of joy. I was like. <sighs> Because your notebook was, so was here? Yeah, and then and then it didn't show up for like 10 minutes. I know that, that from where it was to where my house is, is only like three minutes. And Talk I was about like, a notebook screwy. And then, uh, and then ultimately they came and I saw them come and I ran up to the door and I, I opened the door before you even knocked. And I was like, here. And I got and I opened it and I was ready to use it. <laughs> Give it was awesome. me all your lunch money right now. That was an unbelievable story. Uh, <laughs> it's not a, a regular notebook. I lo- it's not a regular notebook. It's a, it's, 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 tell it's me a, why it's not a regular notebook. So basically it's like a tablet, but without like all the features, all it is is that it, you write on it and it catches your handwriting perfectly. You don't have any sh- smearing with your No smears? <laughs> no cream cheese on it? <laughs> No schmears, no nothing, no locks. Oy. Locks can get on it and it's fine while you're eating on breakfast. But uh, but then like you can, I can save the notes and it goes to my phone, it goes to my computer, and then I can email the notes. And so I'm a big on drawing different things, and it's you so much draw easier. Things? Yeah, I draw. Not like oh, like yeah. when I'm talking through discussions, like I'll draw. And you like had a, nothing to say about our art discussion three weeks ago. He drew me a regression yesterday. Yeah, regression. Mm-hmm. I drew a regression. Yeah. I drew Marissa and I had a conversation. I drew out our whole conversation. I sent it to her so she had documentation. Normally he draws it on the whiteboard, and then you gotta take a picture of yeah. it, and then you gotta send it. It's a it's mess. Complicated. It's a mess. It's well, it's well worth it. All right, it. sounds pretty cool. It's well worth it. Morgan, you're up. I'm up. Um, yeah, what hmm. gifts do you have? Did, did you partake in this? Did you rank? You know it what? In? I'll do it. I'll do it. Yep. Right. Top of my head. Top. Ooh. That's, not, that's how you did good on Pick'em my, last weekend, though. I know. So, so Six wait a minute. I'm, I'm sorry for asking you to contribute more than the Kardashian shit <laughs> <that> I saw. <laughs> all right, favorite Christmas gift all time. Um, Pocahontas sleeping bag Ooh. That was a big one It was a big one Because I didn't really grow So I got to use that sleeping bag For a long time You did not grow? No, I mean I've pretty much been this size For a long time So I could probably still use that sleeping bag For those of you who don't know She's 6'5 <laughs> That was a big deal for me 
Um, I would then give a couple gifts that I've given, I would say. Ooh, makes us only, feel like shit. No, only because uh, I have a niece and nephew. So they okay. kind of made Christmas yeah, fun again, cool. I would say. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, but now they're, it's not what that cool. Well, so I gave my niece a pair of Tory Burch flats. Jeez, I was I a be, winner. I was a winner amazing. for like a week. Tory and then Burch. she was How over it. She? she was over it. She's 12. Tory Burch flats for a 12-year-old? Yeah. I gave my She's nephew Pokemon now, cards and he opened them and he was like, these are all, I already have all these. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's oh, what she does to me now. Tory She's Burch like, oh, flats. another pair. A great oh. gift. But yeah. I, that's, wow. Didn't she want like an iPhone 10 from you? Yeah, they uh, they actually both asked me for iPhone 10s mm-hmm. this Christmas. That's good. That's yeah. good. And, and? Oh, one more. No, 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 I'm saying Did you can't you let them down. Are you going to give them the iPhone? No, they're, no. I can't give any Christmas presents away because they may be listening, you know. Do they listen to this? No, but they do watch our videos. They're very impressed. Cool. YouTube, the YouTube presents. They're wow. YouTubers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Last gift. Um, I gave my dad last year for Christmas. All the siblings gave him Garth Brooks tickets. Ooh. It, like, made his whole life. Ooh, that's good. His that is a, that's a, that's that's a good, good gift. Brooks. At least it wasn't at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's yeah, bucket that's list good. stuff. That is cool. I like that. I like that's that. That's pretty one. good that you got those all three off the top of your mind. Fantastic. I know, pretty good. Uh, that was very good. All right, what do we got on that? Last but not least here. Let's move on to hometown news here. Blackout at the Atlanta airport. The busiest airport in the world goes dark for 11 hours. What the hell? Unbelievable what happened at Atlanta Hartsfield. What, I mean, think about if you were there. When, when you're there, even when it's light out and they have lights on, it's still like if you got into one of those you know, terminals and it's pitched back dark, like it's scary as shit in there. I guess. I don't, I mean, I, I, I'm still, I feel like there's not enough details out. It's, I still have a lot of questions. A fire under the ground, under the ground. That <laughs> no, so basically what happened? There mean, weren't enough backup systems. No, there's backup systems. They're the backup systems. Yeah, they're backup <laughs> systems right next to the regular system. So the regular system. I don't know. Catches on fire, and then and then the and then and then they're like, oh shit! Well then, it that overheated fire the backup overheated the backups. Like, <laughs> well that's what, what you get. Dummy put them right next to each other. When you make a backup system out of dry wood, that's what you get. You know, like it starts on fire, your whole system's but screwed. Here's here's the here's the big thing. So Chick Fil A delivered on Sunday. That was big news. Chick Fil A never is open on Sundays, and do they you, brought. Do you food. think God will forgive them for that? Yeah, that's a tough. That's a. That's a hot a, take. I don't know. That's a, that's that's a, a different question conversation. That's a question I should ask you. I mean, yeah. Well, do you think so? I wonder about things like that. But I think that the bigger thing is, is that I mean, people were stand stranded on a tarmac for six hours. Right. Like, That's on, I would, I would go ape shit. Talk about getting kicked off of a plane. I would do anything in my power to get kicked <laughs> off that plane. Like, I would scream bloody murder Spit to get in the air marshal's face. Hell yeah! Like, kick me off. I don't six give a shit. Six hours on a tarmac. Do you know if that plane was moving, how far away you could be? <laughs> you could be Six in, hours? You could That's literally, so true. Yeah, you yeah. would be in San Francisco. And then, yeah. Instead, you're in the same spot, confined <laughs> next to... Oh, my God. That would be the worst. But here's the problem is that, you know, everybody is... Like, all these agencies are always looking at all the corporations. And, we like, corporations and whenever you go to Amazon you buy something, you have to click on the terms of use. And, like, people, you know, are... are watching and hovering and being hawks of them to make sure that those terms of use are exactly right and same with like financial institutions everything of that nature and we don't take the time to make sure that airports have the right redundancy so power doesn't fucking go out in the airport in the busiest airport in the whole fucking world maybe one of the busiest times and during a busy time and you and you're like and you're worried and we're spending time and paying money to people to go through a terms of use to make sure that 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 which is never read is exactly right like, get your airports in line, right? That's what I'm saying. Are you worried about the perception this creates about Atlanta? Do we have our shit together here? 
I just hope no Amazon people were on that flight. But secondly, <laughs> is like if we want, we now Atlanta now has a target on it. We've back. had some fumbles this year. Yeah, a highway fell. Pun. A highway, a highway <laughs> fell. A, a highway, a literal <laughs> concrete structure just fell. We've got a fire problem. And they've all That's been national is. news. My family in Ohio has caught wind of all of these. Right. Yeah. We had we had rain shut down our airport. Rain just shut down our airport. That that happened in April. And then also the city of Atlanta blew the largest freaking lead ever in a football game. Ever. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 28-3. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Oh, Tough boy. look. Oh, boy. 2017 is not our year. But 2018, maybe. I don't know. But here's the thing. Atlanta. Tom, Tom Petty died. Like, Tom. gosh. <laughs> Unbelievable year. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, but here's my thing is that Atlanta is going to have – it has a target on its back now because it wants to be great. And then when you start having a target on your back, you better have your shit in order or you're going to be screwed like this. It's like, hey, we're great. Oh, fuck. We're not so great. You want to be the spotlight, and then when you get there, you shit Like, we should be leading edge with our airport. Our airport should have the best technology, the best infrastructure, the best everything if we want to be the best airport, right? Am we I should not start, right? We should start by painting the outside of it. The orange terminal from the outside looks so 70s. <laughs> get rid of it. I don't know. But the one thing is is that the one thing we do have going for us is the airport made us uh, not be Birmingham. Although I like Birmingham, it made us not be Birmingham. Because it was between us and Birmingham, and if the airport went to Birmingham, then think about our lives now. Wow, it was that close? Yeah, it was very close. Ooh. It was very close. Like, we would be the Birmingham of the South now, and Birmingham would be the Atlanta. The, Bur- we, the Birmingham is in the South. Yeah, we would be the Birmingham. Of the South. As of right <laughs> Which now. Which is already As of today. South. Got it. We're good. Got you got it? it? Uh-huh. Atlanta as it is today would not be the same. It would be more like Birmingham. Have you been to Birmingham lately? I love Birmingham. Got you some know, good I've friends from Birmingham. Been. Great friends from Birmingham. So easy, big two- easy drive out 20. You can be there in a snap of a finger. Yeah, you pass Taldega. Taldega. Right on your left as you go on out. It's right there. Okay. <laughs> All right. You uh, like Taldega? You're a big NASCAR guy, huh? Big Nat. <laughs> love Dale Jr. Uh-huh. Dale Jr. Woo. Bill Elliott. I like to go fast. I think we should probably move on to, to uh, the to favorite you, well, recurring segment. That, that was a good contribution because that was getting <laughs> off welcome. the rails quick. <laughs> we have to uh, we have to say a, th- a sorry for dear for Jeff this time. An but, apology uh, letter. An apology. Please but, forgive us. Uh, well, first say forgive us, but I, I got something better. I think. Um, all right, a little dear Jeff here. Dear Jeff, it's no Georgia. It's known as the Peach State. Everywhere you go in the state, you see peaches, whether it be on our license plate. Or on the street names. Just an FYI, there are multiple Peachtree streets. Just embrace it. Everyone sees Georgia as the peach state, just as everyone once saw Amazon as the book company. But rather, we do more than just peaches. Actually, much more. Peaches are actually not even our top our top crop. South Carolina produces more of those than us, which is okay. We built a, ra- a brand around peaches and now have nationwide acceptance of that. Just like you all built a brand around selling books, but now... That is just a fraction of your business, actually just 17% of 2016 sales, it looks like. Rather, Georgia produces 40% of the nation's peanuts and pecans. Yeah, pecans. And it looks like you all are dominating other areas while you earned over $64 billion from electronics and other general merchandise. So, it looks like we both have a lot in common. Just like you all built a brand around something that doesn't dominate your brand anymore, so has Georgia. We've got a lot of similarities. Welcome HQ2 to Georgia. Jeff, we're happy to have you. Please forgive us. Yours truly. We're sorry about the airport thing. Yeah, the airport won't happen again. I promise. It'll never happen again. Yeah, we, won't, we need it to happen before you got here. Right. So, all right. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We're out for 2017. We're coming back strong, but we got 21 episodes in. Is that, that was, right? That was pretty good. 20 episodes in. That was a good episode. 20? Yeah. Yeah, not bad. We're one-fifth of the way to the century mark. Oh, boy.
Yeah, two decades. Let's do it, man. Let's get there. A hundred. We can get there next year. A hundred. No, there's only 52 weeks in a year, so that's going to put us at 72. Well, not if you're working hard enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. We'll see you in 2018 after Dogs of Rose Bowl champs.